You're making me crazy. You're making me crazy. I am recording these songs. Because you're making me crazy. That went double platinum. Double platinum, fine and dandy. Double platinum, fine and dandy. Double platinum, fine and dandy. Because it wasn't enough for one platinum. Would they have to go double? Well, if you haven't tuned out. You watch Fine and Dandy. Cheers. Hi, my name's Cameron, and you need to check out the Fine and Dandy podcast. You are now watching Fine and Dandy. Watch the Fine and Dandy podcast. Good shit. Hey, what's up? We're Solway, and you're watching, you're watching Fine, Fine and Dandy. Dandy. Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Blacasso, and you're tuning in with Fine and Dandy. You are now watching Find It Dandy! Welcome back to another episode of Your Favorite Podcast, where we scat all the time. Scatters. We're scatters, bro. Is that, is, they call is, it? That a, is that a thing? Or scatters is. We're scatatious. Honestly, dude, I think being a. a Professional scatter. I honestly don't know if that's what it's <laughs> called. It'd be actually pretty funny. Hold up. What is a professional scatter called? While he's figuring that out, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning back in. This is actually the first time I think me, uh, Josh and I, uh, proper grammar right there. Fucking there zinger go. right there. Me and Josh and I. I was going to say <laughs> me and Josh, but you know, for all those people who want to be particular, maybe. But yeah, that's the first time we've done one together in a while. Like, just us two, you know, usually yeah. now we have Cole, who usually, like, joins in. You know, we've had a lot of guests recently, too. It feels kind of good to just be just the two of us. I don't know the rest of the song, okay. but. Yeah, I typed in scatter and, like, scattered plots came up, and I was like, that's not it. Yeah, um, but I it would cool to be a professional. A person who scats, and it says, originating in vocal jazz, a scat singer. I think scat sing a scat performer. Who's the most famous scat singer? Louis Armstrong. Is that Fuck right? yeah, dude. I didn't know he was a scatter like that. I didn't know he's. I didn't did know he was scat. known for his scatting. I didn't know he did the scat like that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in a scatting out there. You know, like scatting is like to me, you know, musically, like when someone just riffs to your raff or raffs to your riff, you know? What it feels like. They're just, you know, they're really just feeling it and they just go, I bet they but they do Did Louis Armstrong create scatting? Hmm. It says, Who invented scatting? The origin of scat are hard to pinpoint, but Louis Armstrong liked to tell the story of how he invented it by accident when his sheet music fell off the stand during a 1924 recording session. That's fucking hilarious. Leaving him to make up off the cuff. You just started rhyming shit, or not even rhyming, just started hitting random, like, fucking rhythms with his mouth, and people are like, oh, shit, dude, beatboxer. It's kind of weird, because I think, like, whenever people look at, like, singers, it's hard to, like, at least for me, it's hard to attribute someone singing on stage to, like, sheet music. You know what I mean? But they do, you know? I know they do. What I'm saying is, is like, it, I think you have to know, like, how the sausage is made to know that correlation, because when you're just sitting in the <laughs> crowd seeing a singer on stage you're like wow how are they hitting these notes you don't think about how like these notes are written out on a piece of paper that 
obviously they don't have in front of them on stage, but like is something that is a guideline that they can kind of follow for these notes to but be. But I hit. also don't think a lot of vocalists nowadays do. I'm sure that's not. You as know, back then yeah. you were in a band or something. You had a full right. band with you. You were like doing live for like clubs, like private clubs and shit. If you're making money, you know, for people who had money, right? Yeah. You weren't doing like some bullshit ass. I mean, may they were probably before they got to that point, but yeah, mostly they were like had sheet music because they were all performing like. Isn't it crazy how like sheet music was at one point like necessary for music, and now it's like. A forgotten about, not forgotten about I mean, entirely. I know orchestra and like bands and things like that still utilize it, but like whenever you're talking about the scope of like the the music industry, it's it's hard to think about like anybody in that field kind of worrying about sheet music. Yeah, because back then you know jazz, like jazz was really popular, blues and shit like that. Motherfuckers were on stage using cellos and violins and saxophones and shit. People were some right. people were going off the cuff. It is crazy to think though that scat music was basically just like early day beatboxing. Yeah. <laughs> My boy Koshin, shout shout out homie fucking fucking beatboxing. Dude, we should get on, dude. Oh, we should, dude. Stays fucking boxing the beats. No, yeah, but um, that's good to be back. Hey, what you know what? It, I I was thinking about it. Kind of sucks because Fine and Dandy doesn't really have like like what would they. The, Viewers, fuck my lip touches. Shit, shock this shocks the shit out of you. But dude. what would like you know? Usually, whoever watches the podcast come up with a name for the people that w- watch it. You know. Oh, I see. What we you're don't saying. have anything. I think that would sound cool. The Dandanites, Fine and Dandanites, <laughs> Dandelions, uh, Dandians, mm. the Doofles Clan. <laughs> I don't. <plan laughs> we can find a different it. word for clan. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> The doofles, the doofalinators. <laughs> oh, hey, there we the go. The doofal bags. Do- <laughs> Dooflays. The doofles, dude. Dooflays, like Bobby Dooflay. How do you spell D O O F? The doofs. <laughs> Doctor doofs. <laughs> We're in here. Nah, it does feel good though, man. Just, just the two of us. Just the two of us. <laughs> also, I just wanted to say, so I'm drinking fucking LaCroix right now Hell because yeah. I bought them on a whim because I was like, because honestly, I've been enjoying mineral water, like sparkling water a little bit more, like the Topo Chico's or maybe Richard's Rainwater. Not too bad. Even Liquid Death isn't sparkling. It's like still out of the can. It's not bad. You know what I mean? Also, for January, I cut, I haven't really been drinking, so it's just nice to have like that. The feeling almost as if you are kind of the substitute in a way. I don't feel as bad about it, but the Lacroix were absolutely awful decision. I w- you know I judged people before for drinking Lacroix, and now that I have been drinking them just so I don't feel like I wasted my money, uh, I'm still judging you because fuck, dude, these are terrible. Yeah, they're I not good. Holy shit, bro, these are like. I'm really not understanding the whole sparkling water and mineral water wave. It's like I'm here for it. I mean, drink your water and everything. I definitely stay hydrated. But what? But the do fuck these are hydrate you? No, that I doubt it. I I don't. I'm not gonna say no because I really don't know. Actually, is it just soda? Sparkling water. What's the difference between sparkling water and fucking soda? I mean, soda's good. No, I mean like <laughs> just so like soda water. It's um, the same thing? It is probably roughly the same thing. I can look it up. Yeah. Soda water. Yeah, you look it up. Versus. Look it up. Look it up, boy. Sparkling water, dude. 
Both soda water and sparkling water are made by infusing still spring water with carbon monoxide under pressure, creating the fizz. However, soda water is uh, is further infused by with bicarbonate of soda to help the the drink hold its bubbles when spirits are added. So I guess sparkling water is fizzed up, but it doesn't. It's not bicarbonated to like keep that fizz. I guess so. It's less fizzy soda water. That's dumbest shit. But also, soda water is the dumbest shit. I don't fuck with soda water either. I don't, it's like, what are we doing here? Just fucking, like, why do you need bubbles in your fucking water? <laughs> when did that become a thing? When At what point in time were people like, you know what would go good with this hydration? Carbon. <laughs> Carbon I mean, dioxide. <laughs> that's kind of the same shit with soda, though. They just add sugar and shit, right? Yes, but it's also not good for you. <laughs> not, uh, it's oh also no. not recommended. <laughs> okay, so what's the difference between mineral water? I'm sorry, guys. I we're going off. Okay, so mineral water. What's the difference between mineral water? Because I fuck with mineral water, too. Wait, what's the difference between soda water and mineral water or sparkling water? Sparkling and water and mineral water. Dude. I'm drinking this sparkling This is a water. fucking fifth grade science class right hey, now. Hey, we're fucking crushing it. But yeah, no, going back to... Uh, mineral water comes from an underground water source and has no naturally occurring bubbles, although they may be added. Sparkling water may become from may come from any source, and it has been infused with carbon dioxide, a.k.a. bubbles. Also, this shit says zero sweetener, zero sodium, zero calorie equals innocent. The fuck kind of fucking... Innocent? What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what it says on there. It says innocent on there? Yeah. I don't know what kind of marketing ploy that... So is I guess are they saying that like people that put calories in sweeteners and sh- and sugars and shit are guilty? See, look, I guess this this is where I'm at. The only defense I'll have is like I I wanted to start drinking more of this shit like this so I don't feel as bad about not not like that I feel bad about not drinking, but it makes it easier to not you know what I mean? Like I have a beverage, kind of like I guess like nicotine gum almost, or like or yeah. like having something it's like to a C- CBD cigarette. Well, not. Yeah, I mean that's still kind of getting you. This is doing it's not. I'm not with doing you on nothing. that. No, it's the, the most CBD is completely not psychoactive. Smoking yeah, but that shit will still cigarette. get you kind of high. No, it won't. I've, got, <laughs> I've gotten high on CBD, but it wasn't CBD. <laughs> it said it, it on this. I mean, they sold it as it, but I mean, they sold fuck. They sell all kinds of things as all kinds of things. Yeah, but I can see it. I guess this is like if you want to cut back, but you still kind of want to drink. No. Soda? I don't think so. I think it's just and an alternative for people that have horrible taste buds. No. I I'm can't believe I, that. I only know the only people that I know that. Frank Gresson? I, I didn't even know they drank it. I was going to yeah. say only white people drink this, but now you have r- brought a revelation upon my <laughs> experience. They keep, they keep LaCroix in the fridge. For real? Yeah. Or like the dogs? There <laughs> 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 you go. Hope you. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. Because when I think of LaCroix, I think of fucking Danny Gonzalez. And now I have se- seen so many videos of him fucking drinking LaCroix on I'm stream, honestly and pissed I'm like, off. He must have had an advertisement because that I'm shit is ass. I'm mad now because this shit says – I'm, I'm just now reading a lot of this. <laughs> it says naturally essenced. Yeah, you I'm mad now. Like, the fuck does that – naturally essenced? What does that even mean? It's an essence of tangerine. I know what it means. It means it's barely there. Like it's a faint taste that you can sense. Like you can sense it, but it, it's you don't know it's there. <laughs> I, typed, it. I typed in naturally essence. <laughs> it said LaCroix ingredients. What are natural essences? 
<laughs> says LaCroix is facing a lawsuit over the mysterious ingredient that has made it a huge hit. Here's what we know about it. But it w- mysterious ingredient? Is it an ing- is essence an ingredient? <laughs> is this fucking dark crystal? Are they fucking stealing this shit from people? For years, LaCroix lovers have been faced with a mystery. What are natural essences? <laughs> Oh, dude. My best guess is just like you know how like someone's essence, right? You can sense it's there. Like you can sense some. It's you can sense that there was supposed to be a flavoring in there, but it's just not. Like there was like. Oh, good. Uh, hey, all you Lacroix lovers out there that might catch Lacroix. Whatever the fuck it's called, I don't care. In fact, as the filing states, testing reveals that Lacroix contains a number of artificial ingredients, including linalool, which is used in co- cockroach insecticide. <laughs> fuck, dude. <laughs> What's it do? That's the natural essence. It's cockroach killer. <laughs> hey, dude. No bugs. No co- no bugs in me, dude. <laughs> hey. You want to keep the cockroaches out of your system? Drink LaCroix. God, this is awful. Yeah. I can kind of... Actually, now that you mention it... You taste the insecticide? I think <laughs> I can taste it. <laughs> I think it's a little bit that at the end. I think that's what... I don't think it's tangerine that I'm getting. I think that's what I'm getting at the end. It says whether a substance is natural or synthetic, it should not be a health issue. An expert in food says... I don't even want to put this whole title out there. Roger Clemens is his name, and I know that that was a pitcher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this dude's an, an expert in food and regulatory science at the University of South Southern California. So either that pitcher has had a great post career in science, or there is another Roger Clemens out there, likely who is likely. unfortunately um, not the pitcher. <laughs> okay, what's that have to do with fucking? Uh, he just said that it's all about safety, as assessed by experts in nutrition, food science, food toxicology, and medicine. I mean, yeah, they would have probably stopped production at this point. You know, I'm pissed. Right. I didn't get the last fucking uh, liquid death. Uh, it was called like uh, Arnold. Arnold Palmer. No, it was like a. It was like a Palmer. take on that. Palmless. Oh. It was like Arnold Palmless or something shit like that. It was like they they had armless a, Palmer. Armless Palmer. Yeah, that shit's fucking hilarious. That is kind of funny. But they got like sued, or they. For like trademark purposes or whatever, yeah. and I remember like they so they discon I saw like on Instagram, I saw that they discontinued like the making of those. Mm-hmm. Went to Kroger and I saw that like there was one case left, but I didn't want to spend the money on it. <laughs> but I kind of wish I did because those are like you know they're never gonna make those the armless palmers again. Yeah, bro, you could have kept them as like a collector's item. Yeah, I mean no one would care in the future. I don't think about liquid death shit, but who knows. Yeah, Maybe that box, Canned. maybe that last box of armless Palmer would be worth thirty like k at one point. And I love the theory, like I l- in theory, like canned water is a good move, right? If it's like aluminum cans, because you can recycle aluminum and shit. I guess maybe I don't know how drinking that. See, that's my question: is the, like the whole like argument about you shouldn't leave a b- or drink a bottle of water if it's been left in the car for a certain amount of the time because of the plastics. That micro- we all got microplastics. So, like, what are the what like are we saying? Is there no ability for like the metals to like in the aluminum or whatever the can is made out of to like affect the water inside after a certain amount of time? Does the w- does liquid death water have an expiration date? Is it the first water that can expire because of the c- like canister? You know. Uh, maybe doubtful though. Like once you pop, but it's just kind of annoying because it's like you pop it open, it's 
It's open, you know what well I mean? Well, they have a bunch of different, like, so I've seen in the past, like, little, like, attachments that you can put on cans. So, like, a soda that you want to keep its fizz, oh, you put, like, cool. a little cap on it, and then you put it back in the fridge. Or, like, l- I've seen some for, like, dog food, like, the wet dog food, whenever you only want to use half of it, and you don't want, like, the rest of the other half to just be, like, open air in the fridge or out on the counter. You can kind of, like, cover it with these little, like, caps that go over, like, the, l- the lid and everything. Yeah, fuck the taste, though. Of dog food? Yeah, no, I agree. No, no, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> mm. Uh oh, Raggy. <laughs> fucking head ass. Um, nah, I just no the taste of fucking can. Yeah. It can. The only th- the only time I'm ever like mm, the can enhances the flavor. If I'm if I'm in the mood for a ninety nine cent Arizona, tea, then yeah. I'm like mm, the t- can taste. Kind of, you know, it hits a little bit better sometimes than, like, the bottled Arizona one. Yeah, I know. I feel you. But most of the time, I don't want to taste can in my water, you know? Yeah, no, I do feel where you're coming from. Canned water is just not, like, a, it's not a vibe. But they also have, like, those alkaline waters that kind of almost taste like canned water without the can. That's a good motto. Okay. (laughs) Tastes just like liquid death without the can. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious. You saw now they have the thing where you can, s- like, s- technology, am I right? Just getting fucking ridiculous. Where you can sniff it, and, like, it's like a smell, and it makes the water taste like whatever you're smelling. Oh, is that like that? Is is Trenches. that, like, the same idea as the lady that would, like, smell a fucking chocolate bar and then eat a salad? Did you see that video? I did. I think that's a <laughs> l- <laughs> is it the same idea. It's like it has a little different. Your taste is, like, overpowered by your sen- sense of smell sometimes, so, like... When you're smelling one thing and you're tasting another thing, it can kind of, like, correlate almost. I don't know if the eating the salad you think. I think it, that's more so just, like, I want the chocolate, but I'm going to behave. Well, did your parents ever, t- like, do, like, the – so my dad did the thing whenever I was a kid where it's, like, he's like I don't want to eat my vegetables. I don't want to eat this, whatever the thing is. And he's, like – and he's, like, why? And you're, like, it's nasty. He's, like – Close your nose and then eat it. Yeah, and you yeah, won't yeah. even taste it type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So is that it? There is like a correlation no, with your sure. taste I mean, buds to your what you're smelling. Your taste at is the time. directly correlated with your smell, which so is why like COVID, when you would lose your like sense of smell, you would also lose, lose your, your taste. Yeah, yeah. And I get that, but I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that like, was that lady crazy for smelling chocolate and eating? No, salad? for sure, still that. <laughs> that that's uh, that's there's no. I don't care what the thing. That's for sure, 100. percent Like just. Like putting the sni- like nostril smell of the chocolate. <laughs> I was like, oh damn, <laughs> it ain't that serious, bro. Just get some ranch. <laughs> yeah, that shit's kind of fucking. It'll be all right. Yeah, like bro, <laughs> but like that shit is kind of crazy. Like all that shit. Most I guess. That is crazy. Yeah. Directly. Technology. Technology, bro. Fuck, dude. Damn, I had something that was uh, that I just saw recently. We ended up fucking talking about, about the LaCroix for 20 minutes. <laughs> nah, 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 we talked about liquid death and shit too. Fucking. No, I'm kidding. And then smelling flavored fucking water or whatever that. Pamplemousse. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a flavor of LaCroix called Pamplemousse. I don't know. <laughs> Pamplemousse. Somebody on Reddit said. Wait, let me see if I can find this comment. <laughs> what was I saying? 
So what was naturally essence me? They said they put limoncello in the same room <laughs> as the sparkling water. Natural essence me. That's a fucking. It, said it means that to flavor the Pamplemousse Lacroix seltzer, an actual grapefruit is escorted through the factory. <laughs> People are saying it's like there's like the tangerine. It's like there's no flavor of tangerine or there's grapefruit not. or anything. They just like bring that bitch past all the water. That's what I'm telling like you. That's what the essence <laughs> is. That's what the essence is. It's natural. Do you ever? Uh, now I don't know if you ever been to Disney World where it's like you have that ride where you go through like the orchard or whatever. It's called oh. Soar, I think. And then it has all the smells, so you're like, I'm in a... V- I don't think I've seen, seen that one. When did you go to Disney World? Dude, a long time ago. I went when I was in, like, second grade. I was, I was like, like, seven or I eight. I went back-to-back years. Oh, damn, that's far. Yeah, yeah, my family... Well, the first year we went, and we spent time with... Because uh, we went with Cade's family. Oh, okay. Uh, that was the second year. We went. And we had, like, a way better time the first year. Honestly, <laughs> that... No, I think that made me realize, dude, I just... Because, like, you know there's itinerary people... I'm very thankful my family's not itinerary driven. They're very much, we'll wake up like at a decent time, probably like nine o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then we'll just, hey, you want to go catch some breakfast in the place that, like, you know what I mean? Like, not I like we need to try, like, we have some stuff planned out, mm-hmm. but then the rest of it is just like. I think there's a time and place to be an itinerary person. I think certain trips require it because you want to, you want to, like, kind of get the bang for your buck. Whenever the trip is Disney World, it's like, all right, well, we're here. <laughs> like, we don't have to have an itinerary. Let's just have some fucking fun. Let's figure out what we're going to want to do, see what we want to see, eat where we want to eat, whatever type shit. Whenever you're going to, like, a fucking, when it's, like, you and your lady, you're fucking, just even fucking just you. Like, think about it this way. Whenever you went to Colorado by yourself, that's an itinerary trip. <laughs> that's, a, that's one where you're, like, I kind of, like, want things to be lined up so that, like, I know that thing, well, obviously, that wasn't supposed to be by yourself. But that's one of those things where it's like, I, w- I want to know that, like, the money that I'm putting into this trip, because it was supposed to be, like, a relationship trip. Well, I mean, I just had another one. I know you did. What I'm saying is... The like original the, one? The original one. Yeah. Because it was, like, that first one that you were trying to, like, put together and, like, kind of thing, like, do, like kind of string together for, like, not just for you, but also for her at the time and shit like that. Um, it was it was like that because like that's one of those trips where you're like I don't want to get there and be like oh well what do you want to do or well no I don't know what do you want well I'm not from here so I don't know what there is to do it's like you you don't want that trip for one of those like situations where it's like you and your girl like going to sightseeing or like getting a vacation away like you want to be able to kind of have some things like laid out that you want to go do type shit oh hundred percent there are a bunch of other trips it's like why are we even thinking about that let's just go have some fun. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm a, I've always been an in-between person. I think I always will kind of be in-between person. You know, like, yeah. maybe have, like, one thing planned for the day, and then, where like, just kind of check out the area, maybe for, yeah, ask some people. I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't be, uh, like, a person. We're waking up at this time. Like, don't get, no, we can wait. Like, I, like, not necessarily, like, wake up at this time. Like, of course, like, let's get our day started a little earlier so we can maximize time we have to do stuff. But, like, I don't want it to be... Time by like schedule, especially at Disney World, bro. It's like you're standing in lines, right? Who fucking cares, bro? Them flash passes used to hit hard, dude. And I heard nowadays though, it's they like they don't even do it. What the flash? Pass? They do the flash passes, but like, oh, everybody like, gets them. It's like exactly, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's paying for flash pass, so it's is it a flash pass? <laughs> More like 
Hey, you want to <laughs> save two minutes? You want to shred two minutes? Pay an extra $50. So many people get the flash pass that they had regular lines going faster. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that, dude. It's actually fucking ridiculous. Fucking loser. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen at the airports where it's like the clear pass? Yeah, the CSA clear pass. And then it's like, I know, it's I, longer than shit, the regular lines sometimes. Sometimes, but that shit is fast as fuck if yeah. you have it. And you go at the, obviously, you got to go to the airport at the right times. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes those lines are slow. Sometimes, sometimes they are. I'm not gonna hold you. They sometimes they are, but most not the of clear the pass. Time. I'm talking about the regular lines. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I was gonna say the clear pass lines be getting t- t- like stopped up too because they only got one lane. Yeah, yeah. So these other this other lines got like seven fucking eight lanes type shit. So everybody's gonna obviously it's mashed up and there's a fuck ton of people in there. Yeah. But they have a flow to it. This one lane, it's like uh, if you don't got your passport shit right, then I mean you got to put all of us behind. <laughs> You know, Houston Airport, I'm not going to lie, dude. I, like, people always said, like, the Denver Airport's the most, like, discombobulated. Like, they always say, like, it's so unorganized and, like, blue shit and stuff. I say, when, like, going through the Denver Airport was so much smoother than going airport. Like, Bush or how do you? There's a uh, Bush. Yeah, Bush fucking sucks. Bro, like, the the staff was just rude as shit and stuff shit. Like, don't ask a question. Don't ask them any questions. Oh, no, yeah, mind your business. Don't ask any questions. Like, dude, there was one point where, like, they were telling us to get in, like, a different line, and it would just, like, we would start going over, and they're like, no, get back in this line. I was like, all right, what are we doing now? Now <laughs> you, you don't even know. And, like, they were, I don't know, it was just, it was, like, all over the place. Shit was bad. See, but, like, for this past, like, Dallas trip I went to, I didn't have an itinerary, but it was kind of like that. It's like I had a, n- a couple things I know I want to do and a couple things I know I got to do. Like, I have an event that I'm going to, boom. That's, I like, I can kind of use that as, as, that as, like, a staple to build the rest of my day type shit. I know I need a haircut. Yeah, I'm going to have to find a barber shop and go fucking catch the Texas game was on that day. It was like, I'm going to try to catch the Texas game at a local bar type shit. So, like, the, my whole day was, like, planning itself out as I was like, all right, I'm trying to do this. All right, I'm trying to do this type shit. Now, that was easy to do because I had, like, a person that was, like, quote-unquote showing me around Dallas. Like, he was letting me stay with him type shit. The rest of my day was kind of filled out by, like, but as soon as I got there, he was like, all right, bet, tomorrow morning we go to the gym. I was like, oh, bet. That's one thing I'm about to knock out. After the gym, we're about to eat up real quick, smoke up, obviously. Um, and then at that point he had to go to Vegas and I was going to stay in Dallas type shit. And I was like, bet now is my time to find a barber shop. He gave me a recommendation. It was actually a pretty good recommendation. They gave me a good pay. Um, and right next door to that barber shop, like three doors down was this little like Cajun spot. Like it was next door to like a rowdy ass bar that I was going to check out at first, like a sports bar type shit. I was like, honestly, this Cajun spot is like like very um like what's the word like warming like welcoming type shit it seemed like nice and i was like all right bet i'm gonna just go sit at the bar in there watch this texas game like chill and honestly that was a great decision there was some people like celebrating their birthday at the bar like was fucking with them what's fucking with the bartender and shit like that it was like much like probably a much better experience than i would have had next door just like trying to see what's up with the rowdy crowd type shit you know what i mean yeah sometimes it sounds a little homie like Hole in the wall nook cast type of places. And then I fucking caught an Uber back to my homie spot, took a shower, fucking smoked up again before I went to my event, into the event. Next day, it's like I was planning on doing some shit in Dallas, but my flight got canceled. So I had to fucking figure out, like, how to get back to Houston, basically. 
that's when that snowstorm was about to come in. So my, they canceled my five o'clock flight. I woke up first of all. I woke up at fucking eleven because I was drunk as shit at my work event. Um, but I, when I w- when I woke up, I was like, "Fuck!" The next flight leaves at one o'clock. I gotta get to the airport like now. So I took a shower, got my shit together, and left. Got to the airport like twelve forty. As soon as I got through like fucking security, I'm like rushing to the gate. I get to the gate and I get a text. Your flight has been delayed an hour and a half. I was like, Fuck! <laughs> could have like done something. <laughs> I could have like eaten lunch or fucking done something in the city. But now I'm chilling at the airport for a full hour and a half, just kicking it. <laughs> oh, just got wait the new flight you got. The new got flight got delayed. Was it weather? Or <laughs> yeah, it was fucking winds or it what? It was bad weather. No. It oh, it's because it was cold as shit. It was That's when the snowstorm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The snowstorm was coming into yeah, Dallas. Honestly, yeah, flying during that time is. It wasn't ideal. No. You were like equivalent of Texas if you flying during that time period is like. Home Alone, whatever, like, <laughs> when they were flying, and it's, like, fucking snowing, and, or, like, not just snowing, but, like, also them being, like, yeah, sorry, it's fucking busy as shit. Yeah, but I'm not, but not to, just to, like, trying to draw it back, it was just, like, there was, like, a lack of itinerary, but me being a somewhat of an itinerary person, I was able to build one on off the fly type shit. So I think there is like a good common ground between like being a, an itinerary person when you need to be and then also knowing when to turn that shit off and just kind of go with the flow. You know what I mean? Honestly, I really want to travel. I want to go to Boston this year. That'd be a cool spot. I don't know if I'd want to hit per se. I want to hit Boston, Colorado. Colorado's a must. And probably Dallas a couple and Austin this again this year. Honestly, having... Traveled to the places I have traveled though. Yeah, I do honestly. It's made me appreciate. I think it's just maybe one of those things where it's weird because you know you have me as a person. I would think that I got I would not like Houston as much, right? Mm. But I don't know. Houston has a lot more to offer. I do real like if you I think it's misrepresented in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean there. I mean I could see it though. You know, like the OG like culture of Houston when it, you know like fucking. Popping the trunks, you know what I mean. Fucking I mean, but the thing is, is that that still that still exists, and yeah. that's still very much a cultural like staple for Houston. But yeah. it's not it's not a defining moment for Houston. It's not all that there is. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that Houston is so diverse that you can have these staples that are con- contradictory to one another that completely do exist in the like hemisphere of what Houston has to offer. Yeah, we're changing and growing constantly, especially with everyone moving here too. I think. Uh, Weirdly enough, in the next like few years, we'll like come into. It's crazy because you know Houston's been around for however long, but I think we'll actually come into our own as like a city, like more I mean, definitively. I think in what we're capable of, like culture-wise, because we have so much culture here. I think w- so I think much what culture. It, what it is is that for a long time, Houston was overlooked as like this midpoint, this uh, like dink oil town. Rinky Rinky Dink Oil Town is one way of looking at it, but more so just like looking at it as like this manufacturing helm. Whereas like you have L.A. being the entertainment hub and New York being Wall Street and like business, business, business type shit. Houston's always been looked at as like this, like it is a big city. We get that, but it's because all you got, we need all you guys in the oil field. We need you guys at the ship channel. We need you guys doing this or border border patrol. Like. Like whatever the fucking conversation becomes, it's always like not seeing Houston for what it is. It's seeing Houston for what you need it to be. 
we need people in these oil fields because we need these like uh, our economy to be running off of a smooth ride and da 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 da. We need people in the chemical plants. We need people in the in the ship channel. We need people doing these things that nobody wants to do. So it's like it's almost being overlooked for what it is capable of because it's only being seen as for like what people can use it for. Type. Yeah, thing. I think also though I know I've known a lot of people that move away because they're like I just feel like I fit in in Houston or like think that like Houston not a lot you can't really dress how you want to or be how you want to and I I think. I think a lot of that's degree, outdated to a degree. Yeah, I think to a degree. I mean, you go anywhere, that's going to be a lot. Right? Yeah. But I think also here, I mean, dude, I know so many people that dress so many different ways that are d- just different in general. You know what I mean? Come from yeah. different spectrums of just life, you know, from and all over. And you have to be a bit of a malleable person to exist in Houston. You can't just expect that, like, everyone's going to treat you the same because first and foremost, most people don't give a fuck about you. And the people that do are going to see you for who you really are, not this facade of what you want other people to think you are. Yeah, I think what it is, I actually, I, I just, it's like people go to other cities and stuff because they want something more curated, right? Something a little bit more, like, palatable to what their their personality is, right? Yeah. I think the easiest for me is, like, when I went to Colorado, right, talking to a lot of people, um, they like, they view Texas fucking work. White, like it was funny because it was white people there saying like, "Yeah, the white people in Texas are the worst." I'm like, "Calm down, like, yeah, relax." Like, yeah, relax. Listen, I mean, I'm not gonna say they're like great, you know what I'm saying? This isn't a defense mechanism, but just like no, don't like uh, what's the word? Your shit stinks too. Type yeah, 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 exactly. Like, calm down, bro. It, uh, I've said it a lot. I'll say it again though. It's like one of those things where it's like the people who are like, "Oh yeah, these pl- these places suck because they're bigots." And fucking racist and stuff, and then they move to the most white city of all time. Yeah, I mean, the white that, place of all time. It's is just like, like it's just people that are willing to not, I guess, respect the idea that, that the grass isn't always greener. It's like no one's saying that these people that you're saying like are bigots and da da da. Yeah, they absolutely do exist. Not defending anything to do with them, but. You're trying to act like you have zero, like, things that you would probably regret people finding out about. Everyone has something that they're like, well, not going to post that. <laughs> so, I mean, this 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 is just a person that's not afraid to post that. This is a person who's lost that filter of, like, well, I shouldn't be rude to other people. Or, well, maybe I do think this, but it's probably not productive or positive to be able to share this message so i probably won't I'll just keep it to myself like there are a lot of people that have lost that filter and that these are the people that you're dealing with and i'm not saying that like it's it's good or bad what i'm saying is, is you're just trying to judge somebody for doing the thing probably in a lot of situations you wish you could fucking do yeah. you wish you had the fucking strength and power within yourself to be a big <laughs> <laughs> holy shit it fucking hit ass. uh yeah and it's just i don't know I think, like you said, too, though, it is you do have to be a little bit more malleable because there are so many different types of people. It's not as, you know, definitive. It's not as much like you can go and it's this type of culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, you know, you go to like people love Austin because it is like it's like a little bit more of a free. Keep Austin weird idea. Yeah. Quote unquote. It's not that really anymore. People still want to hold on to that. But. But people feel more open and willing to do that because of an idea, the perception that it is more right open, right? Even though that you know you probably still deal with the same bullshit that is anywhere else, right? They do. I will say, like, 
over there music is booming right now. Fucking entertainment shit's booming. Like there's a lot of shit is, that is booming over there. But like in Houston, it's like there are so many different types of people that I don't think people think about. It's like right now, like the metal scene in general, like dude is like fucking some of the most diverse people. Like furries are fucking out there just moshing and shit. Like where else, you know what I'm saying? Are you gonna go and see the furries in the pit? Right. Fucking at a metal show, you know what I mean? I mean, probably, there's probably other places, but, like, that shit's happening in Houston. What, like, there's fucking, like, the rave scenes out out here is a lot going on over, over there, too. Fucking. I don't know. I think a big portion of it is, is, like, I think whenever I say, like, people are too sensitive, I don't mean it kind of in the way that it's been, like, portrayed recent of recent. I think people have kind of gotten, um desensitized to what it means to be like be sensitive to something yeah relatively i mean if you are capable of being comfortable with who you are and yourself then you don't have to be offended by other people not seeing you as that in my opinion it's like if you think that you fucking like need other people's respect in certain aspects then like that in itself is a problem it's not that other people aren't respecting you it's that you are putting so much power into gaining other people's respect that you're not doing anything to earn it <laughs> well don't get i think they're all it's weird because there's a point where you should just be allowed to live right right free as a person the way you want there also is a point where it's like you can't expect everyone if someone doesn't treat you how they uh, how you would like to be treated the other part of the golden rule is, is that you don't have to fuck with them. <laughs> I like think there is a thing. You too. can still treat people how you want to be treated. And if they don't treat you how they, how you would like to be treated, that doesn't mean you have to flip the fuck out, make a scene. And now now every, like all eyes are on me type shit. You know what I mean? And I think there are a lot more people than people give credit to that are willing to understand are just like they just don't understand. But right. if they were to talk to you or get to know you as a person, they might actually understand a little bit better they might not necessarily be completely you right. know what i mean or even really like love the idea of whatever that it, the case may be but i think that people are willing to live and also i know like bro there's people i know that fucking will crack open a bush fucking light but they like bush light fucking blue collar worker but they'll fucking read manga and watch anime you know what i'm saying yeah like it, in houston you you can literally find a fucking like plant working twink that fucking watches anime and i think that's a beautiful thing in a way i mean yeah but I, again that just goes back to the div- the diversity factor that exists in this city that isn't really like expressed upon or utilized in its own like i guess in its own avenues basically what i'm trying to say is that there's so many pockets of things going on in Houston and not so much of a flow of those pockets interacting with one another that's so therefore it's harder, harder for any support to happen because people don't want to go outside of their groupings or in now in today's society with these fucking algorithms it's harder to go outside of your groupings you're being shown only the things that the algorithm thinks you want to see so i mean how can you continue to branch out from those things if all you're doing is living in that um echo chamber yeah. and that's what houston's becoming is it's like these separate echo chambers you can separate it by the city like the outskirts cities of houston or you can separate it by the genre you can shep- separate it by the business back like venue uh, or avenue i guess um there's so many different ways to kind of s- like 
I guess, segment off the different levels of talent in Houston, not just in the art field or the entertainment field, but even in fucking plant work. Like, yes, there is plant workers that are twinks and fucking manga readers and anime lovers and da 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 da. You don't hear about them. I mean, we just know some of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, isn't there's like not these stories of unique paths are not being explored. They're just kind of here. But I think that I mean that's the beauty of it, right? To just a degree, I'm not saying that it's not beautiful. Exist, I'm saying that it could it could be so. The much movements more. aren't as strong. There's not as much momentum behind them. Right. Like people aren't out here be like, hey. But I think that's also a beautiful thing too. Is like people can just exist, right? Yeah, I don't know. That's always like a big driving point for me. Is like, I understand the power of community. You know what I mean? It's important to have like support and people there for you. But I I think also in that people within any community doesn't matter what whatever uh, community it is, even fucking the NRA motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You it doesn't need to be a thing where you're like you should also have to. Love what we're doing over here. Right, but I mean, that's the kind of the idea. But don't hate on, like, also. There's no hate, but I mean, th- that's kind of what the idea at the end of the Barbie movie, whenever she was like, like the ordinary Barbie. It's like, we should be able to have, like, a, like yeah, there's Barbies that are doctors and you know, Barbies that are presidents and Barbies that are all these things, but, like, what about the mom that is just trying to get through the day, the not that's trying to be a good role model, f- model for her daughter that's doing things that a regular person would have to do, you know what I mean? Like, what about that person? It's like, that's kind of beautiful, too. That person has a story as well. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that it's not beautiful. What I'm saying is, is the way that Houston is set up in these pockets and programmed into these, like, segmentations makes it difficult for that person to have a platform of any kind. And I don't mean, like, a platform, like a podcast or a fucking twitter following i mean like a platform in their community a platform to be able to be respected in their family or things like that it's that just is true it's seen as like you you don't get to shine as much as you possibly could because you're kind of delved into these pockets and i could also see how it would be harder if you don't feel like you have as much support since right. those things aren't you know when you rely on those things being your your backbone of your support it's and that and it's lacking in those areas you don't even see that there's all these different val- like venues of support that you could be utilizing towards the, your goal. It's kind of like whenever we were in the house, and I, I think I brought it up before, when we were in the house and you came home from work one day, he's like, I don't know what it is, guys, but like, my friends at work think I'm fucking hilarious, and every time I'm talking to you guys, you guys fucking think I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's like, it is kind of that. It's like, if you're just around us all the time, you say some fucking stupid shit, we're going to make you feel like you're fucking stupid. <laughs> but if you say some stupid shit to some people you've never met before, they're like, Wow, that was fucking profound. <laughs> I don't know about profound, but <laughs> you feel what profoundly I'm hilarious. Like, holy <laughs> shit, dude. I've, I, uh, it's kind of crazy because I feel like these past, I'd say probably since maybe because I got back from comedy a little bit before that, dude. I feel like I used to be like so more out of pocket. Not like I was even trying, just like shit would come to me. You know what I mean? And I'd just be like so much more like excited to just do anything and just eat people say stupid shit now i'm like so much more well i honestly feel like i'm back on that now <laughs> feel like i'm back no like in the past like so we were you sick we were sick for like a week dude we were fucking dying like dude, it was, last week. It was honestly i'm still not like over it I, uh, well it's, it's i still got the congestion waves, bro i'm not like sick but it's i have coming congestion in waves bro so you? like at work i'm good and then i'll come i don't know if it's an allergy thing i'm starting to think it's an allergy thing now because like whenever i'm at home 
my throat will start to close up throughout the night, and I wake up, that bitch fucking sore. I wake up, have some coffee, like kind of soothes it a little bit, get to work. Shit's clean all day. And yep. I come back home, it's like, uh, process restart. Well, what the fuck is going on? Oh, it's allergies. I fucking, you might be from the dogs, dude. Like the hair, like the dander. So much, like if there's a lot of Maybe. dander, like free dander and shit, like that's, I mean, that's what, I, I that's know. why my allergies are so bad. But like, yeah, but yeah. So take the last week and shit, but like, maybe it's, you know, me not being sick anymore, but just like, you feel I don't, it's kind of weird. It made more me re- out of pocket now that you're not sick anymore. Not just that, but <laughs> it, ju- it was like one of those things where it really, it's weird how like we look at life in just like segments or just, you know, like. But that yeah. period of time, I don't know, it just that period of time for me, these last few months, maybe like half a year, just kind of felt like I was, like, I didn't feel, it's weird, because I didn't feel depressed or anything, but I didn't feel, like, the urge to do anything. It's the idea that the chapters of your life uh, don't have a set amount of pages to them. Yeah. Some of the chapters are hundreds of pages long, and some of them are only one page. It's just or like two pages. Exactly. So it w- it, I think it goes back to just like how I've been talking about like core life crisis type of thing. I know it sounds stupid, but just like. I mean, the more you've been talking about it, the more I'm like, I mean, that's not wrong. I mean, I feel like everybody has that and it's not as much of a crisis as much as more of it is as like a shift. It shifts in it, a shift it of, of an, like an awareness almost like, well, I d- haven't died yet. I guess this is really happening. <laughs> I guess we <laughs> guess we got to figure some shit out now. It's ex- exactly <laughs> what it is. Like, I'm still doing it's crazy because I still doing like shit like this, getting the guests on, meeting the people fucking awesome. And of course, it could feel just like a, you know, mundane thing at times because it's like another week. I, I enjoy doing it, though. I enjoy like the, the journey of it all, throwing events and stuff, too. But. There was just a period where, like, I wasn't going out. I wasn't really meeting people, dude. Like, there was a point where I just didn't, like, you, you, like, I would talk to a, a lot of people, and I just know so many people, too. Not, not like, uh, like, oh, I know so many people, but, like, I, it got to a point where it was almost, like, a hindrance. Yeah. Like, not a hindrance, but, like, more like a curse, almost. Like, it was, like, I, f- cause I didn't really want to talk to people. I was kind of just, like, I don't really want to socialize. I kind of just in my own bubble right now. Like, I'd go out and I would see somebody I know. I'm like, I don't want to say hi. And then they'd be like, hey. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Right. Hey. You know what I mean? And it, nothing against them or anything. I was just like, I, I, for some reason, just didn't have that energy energy or urge to do it, man. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it was, man. But finally, like, it was weird because I was sitting there. I was thinking about it a couple of days ago. And I was just like, man, I kind of missed that urge of me just, like, wanting to be able to talk to people. And, like, I used to have like the want almost like subconsciously to run into somebody like i would almost like uh desi- like desire is not the right word sounds weird to say yeah, but like almost really just like wanted that to happen i wanted to run into somebody i knew just to feel that rush almost like yo and have that conversation like you you know just the feeling of seeing somebody out and you're like oh fuck you know how you been right. and shit and but like i i didn't have that for a long time and i like i kind of miss that right and I was like, I don't really have that anymore. And then literally, as I was thinking that, I pull into the gas station. I go inside. And someone's like, yo. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, See, you didn't recognize me? I was like, no. I hate that question. 
I didn't recognize him. Though. I, did, I didn't recognize him. I'll be honest. But I hate like that question. If I didn't recognize, if I did recognize you, I would have said hi. If I did didn't recognize you, you did not need to ask that question. I hate that question. Yeah, yeah. But like I, I didn't. But I was like, oh fuck. And then some kind of clicked. And I was like, dude, honestly, I do miss it. And I was like, I, I'm gonna be like, I want to make that effort again. I don't. It, it's weird because for that period of time, I just. Didn't want to do anything. I'm not going to lie to you. See, like, I, as, and it's like, in my mind, as I was uh, thinking about what I wanted to say here, it sounded bad. And as I'm about to say, it's probably going to sound worse. But I'm on the complete opposite end of that. I think for a while, I was, like, definitely going out of my way to probably spend more time with other people that either, one, didn't. It sounds bad to say didn't deserve my time, but that's not what it re- I'm not saying like I'm too good for them or anything like that. I mean like probably didn't respect my time. It's probably a better way of saying it. Um, giving energy to probably people that weren't reciprocating things that maybe made me feel the same way I was trying to make them feel from in a lot of different scenarios. And I think for a long time I was going out like kind of wanting to kind of maybe run into some people and da 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 da. Now I'm very much against like wasting any of my time having like small talk conversations with people that I know don't give a fuck about that conversation. That's very much where but I'm existing very comfortably. That's where <laughs> me, that's where I was for like like that like this last half of the year comfortably. But that's what I'm saying is it's like I don't I I don't project myself I guess that's the difference. Is I don't project myself getting to a point where I'm like I really miss those those conversations, or I really miss those like little instances. Now I very much fear running into people because it means that I'll probably have to have a conversation that I don't want to have. That was me. Yeah. That's very much where I stand, and because honestly, it's like it's nothing like like you said, it's nothing against these people. It's very much f- about me and like how I'm kind of viewing my not just my past, but what I want, how I would like my future to be. Not exactly living in the moment. And kind of like doing whatever I feel is best in that moment or whatever. I think for me, it's like it's now it's like I kind of want to experience new things. I want to I want to meet new people. I want it's not nothing against the people that are in my past. I love everybody that I've come across to a degree. I don't have hate for uh, anybody that I've, I've ever had in my life. But like. I, over the past year, I, I honestly, uh, that's something that I've been practicing is trying to like expand like whenever i do meet a new person not being the the person in the back of my head that's like nah fuck it you don't gotta introduce yourself it's like no hey man i'm josh nice to meet you type shit it's like like i really do enjoy meeting a new person and like bringing new things into my life and trying to embrace that change to a degree and i'm not saying that like running into old people is like not being able to change what i'm saying is i'd rather not do that i'd rather not run into old people and be like hey this is what i've been up to i know you don't give a fuck (laughs) <laughs> it's not like you're going to go home and tell your partner or your family. It's like, you never guess who I ran into today. <laughs> it's like, that's th- that's not what's going to come of this. So, like, we can cut this shit. I mean, maybe we can fucking get a drink if you want to. But, like, re- relatively, I don't want to play this fucking game of, like, you care about what I've been doing and I care about what you've been doing. I don't. You don't. It's fine. We can just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine, too. <laughs> when I was younger, I was giving my energy way more willy-nilly, you know? Very much so, and like that—that's where I'm at now. Is like I like to give my energy to the people that one. If if it's somebody I haven't met before, I have no reason not to give it to you. It's like I, uh, there's n- this could be a hundred different things. You could be fucking the best man at my wedding for all I fucking know, and I'm turning you away just because I'm being a dickhead or whatever. Theoretically speaking, like that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is just like these like weird 
conversations at the grocery store or fucking high school reunions. It's like, we don't got to do this shit. What is this charade? People play charades too often in conversation. It's like, you're not this person. <laughs> Why are you portraying yourself as this person right now? It makes those real conversations that much better. That's uh, true. It's just like, uh, I guess, once again, it was more like a death in a way. Like a, a de- death. This is, sounds really like I'm exaggerating it. It sounds over the top, but a little extra. But it did. Like for like that six months, it just felt like a death of like me trying to rebirth this new version of myself. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, I will say like, because for so long when I was going out, I was doing all these things. A lot of it was fun. And then like I did have dreams and shit, you know, but like I was also, I feel like I was searching for shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now that I have pretty much all the things I want, other than all the money that I could have, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have that. (laughs) But other than that, like, I have all the things that I want. It's it's kind of like where it's at a point where it's like, now it's time to focus in and build from, you know what I mean? Like, the the foundation is so solid. Like, I got to build. For you, yes, but also it's it's like, it's shit. My bad. My That's bad, me. guys. I'll plug it in. I thought it was plugged in. That was my... Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Also, press... Press close. Always something in my right... Hell, yeah. But, no, it it's been like a death... It, it just like being reborn because the foundation's there. It's just time to build on top of that and just like really hone in on all the things I really care about and really push forward. And you know, like I think shift is the right word because it's not like a. I don't think it's like a death. That thing is still there. It's not dead. It's more so. It's 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 a shift from this idea of like I have to go and get it to the idea of I I have it. Now I have to maintain it and build on it. It's like the idea. It's like whenever you want to build a garden, you need soil, you need brick, you need the all the shovel, you need all these things. Once you go get those things, now you have what you need to build the garden. And even once you build the garden, you're not done. You still have to maintain that garden and see if you can extend it or grow new new plants, new flowers. And there's always going to be weather that affects those things that that you you're growing in this garden. But it is up to you to maintain that as the gardener. That's kind of the idea is, is that you're shifting from somebody that wants to get some soil and a shovel to somebody that has a garden and needs to know how to maintain it and also build upon it. I'm, I'm going to continue on that. I just want to say their motto should be LaCroix. Do you love the taste <laughs> of cockroach cr- killer? Because that's <laughs> what this shit fucking is. God fucking. If you drink LaCroix, fuck you, dude. It's just bad. I'm sorry. I mean, your taste buds are your taste buds. I can't hate on you. I'm still going to drink it because I'm going to get my money's worth. Out of this shit, I'm not going to waste. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is like that. And it it really is like growing up and just, I guess, realizing what that shift is and like what relationships are and the meaning of that now. You know what I mean? And I think I get a, I get a lot of that satisfaction too now from this. Yeah. Doing this. And being at events and throwing events is like, I don't feel like I need to go out and get that. And 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I guess I get that though. But Honestly, some of that was cool. Like the community of that at times was cool. You know, like being a regular somewhere and you know, see, hey, good to see you again. You know, or whatever the case I may be. Was I do I do like your analogy of like searching for something though because that is kind of I d- it does apply in a lot of situations. It's hard to say that like you were searching for any one thing though. It's more so just like in a culmination of not knowing what you're looking for yes. and continuing to look for it. Yep. Like l- looking for a needle in a haystack without knowing that you're looking for a needle. You're just going through the fucking hay. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of good moments that did come out of like people wise, you know, like good yeah. talks and stuff, but it was a lot of unnecessary things that were there too. You know what I mean? Like right. I could cut a lot of that. I could have cut a lot of that out. And I don't know. I guess you know, not everyone's gonna have that problem either. Though. There's a lot of people who maybe who are just are doing the same things over and over again and need change. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a different way. Like I was doing that, but I didn't really feel like I was in a rut or anything. It's just like now I'm kind of at a point. Like it was at a point where I'm like, who am I now? You know right. what I mean? But I think that that is an an important question that I don't know if if everyone gets to ask themselves in certain situations or circumstances a lot of things can change the outlook of how you view view yourself and how you view yourself can change the outlook of your life so it's very difficult to have a like a i guess a contained view on one who you are and two who you want to be and it's even harder to build a path from point a to point b so it's important to realize whenever you're on that path and important to realize where you are on that path because it's also important to realize that that path doesn't present itself for everybody, and then and you, it's like the count your, count your blessings type of thing because you know it's like it could always be worse. Da 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 da. But that doesn't mean that you should treat it like it is already worse, or that ev- everyone's worst scenario is a roadblock in the way of your personal path. Because it's very simple to tell yourself that why you can't do something instead of tell yourself why you have to. I try to be as grateful. I man, every day like I wake up, I like I said, I have pretty much all the things I personally want. I don't. I'm not a, like I don't need a lot. Of you know what I mean? Yeah. I just need people like for this. Built a foundation, got a podcast. Right. That's something I want to do. I get to throw events, book people that I know and love. You know, I'm already like in in my eyes. That's already like success. Do I want to do it bigger and better? course i want to constantly grow that's just like a human thing right just keep going because you kind of have to right there's yeah. n- there's not like a moment that stops but it's waking up and just being thankful that i'm i'm able to you know what i mean yeah and the thing is like even when you have things it, like you said it goes back to it's so many ups and downs like life is fucking constant it's fucking a highway you can ride it all, all night, night long, long right <laughs> fucking hills and valleys bro it's fucking yeah. shoots and ladders for real it's it really real is. game of shoots and ladders and you just never know when gonna be up one day and then you might hit that fucking shoot and you're right back down i mean it, it really does like it, it it's fucked with me for a long time just like the the strange thought process of like how much a moment matters you know like that that question in itself how much does a moment matter in a lot of moments a moment doesn't matter at all whenever you're on an hour-long car drive and you do get from point a to point b absolutely safely it's hard to pick any one moment on that drive that mattered because the thing that there was no problems, 
you got there safely. You almost didn't even realize it. You were maybe listening to music or a podcast or on the phones. Like you're just you're just kind of there. But if at any point during that drive you fucking your car your tire popped off and all of a sudden you're in a four car wreck, that moment mattered. As soon as that tire popped off, that moment in that moment something mattered. You know what I mean? So it's like like how like how can you quantify like the definition of like what a moment can mean for your life It'll, everything can change as fast as that but then you can also go on you can experience moment after moment into infinity almost with like maybe no changes or issues or problems or anything so it's like how, one how much does a moment matter and two how can you prevent it from i guess defining you you know, it's crazy because nostalgia has really, like, I think, helped me in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like I said, that that period of time that I went through, like, almost reminiscing in on on all the time uh times that I had. Like for instance, like, I would even go not that long ago. Just you know, like Darian, dude dipped off. No one knows where he's at. Right. Mm-hmm. Hope he's doing all right. Miss miss him, dude. One of one of my really good friends. Uh, but pretty sure he dipped off you know to take care of some family shit but it's one of those things where it's like i really enjoyed those times mm-hmm. i wouldn't be doing that now right kind of crazy like he dipped off and then you know i, I got with shelby and then not going out anymore. it's like was he even real <laughs> dude it feels like that sometimes <laughs> because, but he was also the type of person like every path he crossed you know like impacted yeah. and he just dipped away like he's like our little uh Dwarf angel. Home pulse. <laughs> In a weird way, man. I, I do miss him. But, like, just holding, like, realizing how much, a mo- you know, moments do matter or, like, a moment does matter. Like, looking back at it, you know, just I was enjoying the time we had together, but it's, like, little did I know I'd probably maybe never see him again. Yeah. And that's a truth that ha- can happen in a lot of. It's a frightening truth. Well, honestly, like, it's it's. Anything that's unknown is slightly frightening. The the truth that is known can be a lot more frightening. Da 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 da. Like, I mean, in situations where people like lose friends or partners, like to death. You know what I mean? Like that is a situation where it's like that's a very uncomfortable truth. There will never be a day where you get to speak to this person again. Not not know like I lost your number and I might run into you one day. I hope you're doing well. This is a definitive answer <laughs> that you will never. Yeah, <laughs> that's tough. That's that a, a, tough. a very uncomfortable truth that so many people, if not everybody, has to deal with. I mean, some people are lucky enough to not have to deal with loss at to the same degree that others do. Yeah, but to a, to a degree, it is a part of life. So <laughs> it's tough, man, because it's like there are these things that like people. I think that it's this: it's that people know that ignorance is bliss, and that the truth is hard. But nobody really wants to admit it. Nobody really wants to admit that they would prefer to be ignorant. And nobody really wants to admit how hard the truth actually is. Because it's fucking crippling and it's fucking, it's so easy not to pay attention to it. (laughs) I I think just in general, it goes back to that facade thing. It's just so easy to just not pay attention to anything and be oblivious. And you know, it's weird. Call me cynical, you know. You're cynical or whatever. Thank, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate <it>. Um <laughs> No, but just when people are so oblivious like there's people that people are like 
that person's so sweet and nice. I'm like, yeah, but they're oblivious to so much of the shit that's going on. I had this conversation with Shelby too. Is like, is that good though, or is exactly? It's like the moral. Where does the moral compass really lie? Because it's like if the person are you the asshole for bringing them out of that oblivion? Not even just that, but is it like the the person who's like a sweetheart, right, to everyone, but they lay a blind eye to all this other shit that's happening, therefore allowing or enabling certain other shit to happen? Are you a good person? Where does that good person, bad person lie? I know this is like I always see this is what's fucked up and wrong with you. I think this is what's <laughs> wrong, like this along with a lot of other things is that 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 fucking question pops into my head so fucking often. It's like what makes a good person a good person and a bad person a bad person. And a lot of us like to believe they were a good person. And I sat there the other day and I was sitting there. I was like thinking about all the things I've done. Right. I mean the answer. And I was like, fuck. I could easily be a bad person, but I yeah. also have done a lot of good things too. So it's like. See, I, I, and it's so I can't harp on those. There things. is no like unbiased way to say this, but that's what makes you a good person. It's like it's not the idea that you've done anything good or that you've done anything bad because everyone's done good things and everyone's done bad things. It's the idea that you're willing to it <coughs> be accountable for those checks and balances. That whenever you are doing shitty and you are doing people wrong. That you're capable of looking at yourself as the person that's wrong in these situations. That you're capable of saying, this isn't who I want to be. That you're capable of saying, I need to change. Not the world needs to change. That That is the, it, it, obviously you can still do those things and go fucking murder a town of people. I, I get that, that, that there are exceptions to every rule. I'm with huh. you. But my, pro- my point is, is that if you are capable of seeing yourself in the light of which you truly are then you are capable of being a good person now there are plenty of people that are doing good things out there that are not capable of seeing themselves for the true true identity that they hold and the true impact that they have on others and that is kind of an indicator for what a bad person is in my opinion because i really don't care how much you get money you gave to the homeless and how many t-shirts you've been putting on people's backs you're still probably fueling a fucking cobalt mine to a degree and it's like there are a lot of that is a different line you know what i mean it's like there are there's these morality lines and then there's these things that are convenience lines where it's like well how can you call yourself a good person well i mean i give back to my community i take care of my family i make sure that all everyone eats i do exactly what i need to do i'm on work i'm at work on time it's like yeah but like you know like all of the thing, your car, your food, all uh, your, all of these things are being fueled by slavery right now, right? That's where that, <laughs> lie, yeah, <laughs> you that know lie. what I mean? It's but like I was, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of extreme examples, but yes, Th- I mean to a degree. Yeah, well, it's you're not contribu- that extreme. I no, mean. you're contributing. <laughs> it, it's just like, yeah, I'm doing all these uh, nice things, and then you buy from Sheen, you know? Right. So it's like you, you're contributing to. Correct. So it's like there's these like. You can be the mor- moral good person while also choosing convenience, and that makes you, in turn, a bad person to a degree. Yeah. So uh, either one, you're a fucking farmer who does everything themselves and uh, barters everything, gives back to the community, the and never touches a single fucking made in China garment. It's <laughs> a goal. It's a goal. <laughs> or two, you're probably not able to say that you're a good person. <laughs> Get tough, bro. It's like one of those things, but like, well, I was more so along the lines of something more like not as ex- that's not extreme because it's it's a real thing, but also just like, I think also just people who you know they're like I'm a good person, right? Because they don't necessarily do bad things, 
But then also it's the same person who you could call and be like, hey, I really need you. Like, yeah, sorry, I can't. I'm kind of busy right now. I'm not really busy. Like, you right. know what I mean? But so it's like in that moment, it, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like those moments where it's like they're, they are the people who are like, nah, I got to like they you ask them if they could do something, but like, ah, I'm protecting my energy. I can't you know, do that. Or like, oh, I got to be selfish because, you know, like I got to think about me sometimes. It's like. At what point? Is there's a d- there's degrees where it's like it's tough because it's like I guess context is very important in a lot of these examples, but realistically speaking, it's like if you want to come from the position of like I guess religion for a lot of people, there's all a lot of people that believe in the idea that like only only God can judge type shit. Like, well, you judge your fucking self every day by telling yourself that you're a good person. Fuck told you that you could do that. Fuck God was the one that had to do that. <laughs> hey, motherfucker. <laughs> Why are you cutting out the the big man upstairs from this fucking, his only job at this point? Now that he created the world, the only thing that he's re- really around for is to make sure that we don't fuck it up. So you're fucking it up and telling yourself that you're a good person whenever you believe that he's the only person that can let you in. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, he's like, nah, actually, I changed my mind. You know, <laughs> Kick rocks. Fucking those quinoa bowls aren't gonna save you this time, bitch. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's uh. So I've been also reading the book uh, by uh, Rick Rubin. Fucking creativity, art and creativity. What's it called? Cause there's like two different books. There's a couple books. The creative act. The creative act. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a point where. The very beginning of the book, but he's talking about uh, basically our perception kind of like shapes our creativity in a way, right? Mm-hmm. And like honestly, having you know, well, like kind of stripping back those boundaries and what we perceive to be like the rules of things can actually in turn make you more creative. In general, like looking at life, kind of don't get me wrong, like rules are important to a degree. I mean, he was talking more in a creative sense. I mean, but rules are like guidelines yeah. to a degree. It's not, they're not, uh, fuck, what's the word? Law. I mean, law is the wrong word to use because I'm trying to use law in the idea of like how science uses law. Yeah. Like, like and the only way a law can be, we a law is, has to be, um, be able to be reproduce like a theory is something that obviously you can think of but it's not it won't become a law until you can scientifically reprove it it multiple times and it's like the thing is with 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 that statement kind of like with meditation and stuff too it's kind of stripping yourself from that you know and i think when you do that in a way you kind of find something you know yeah whenever you don't like you kind of block out the noise in a way, mm-hmm. of all this other shit that's going on. Just kind of look at it for what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Stripping back that facade almost. All this, all because life in itself, the way that we view it, is just all due to something that came before. Right. That we, Then we then created something due to whatever that case may be. A lot of it becomes outdated, and then structure it, but once again, that's... Ideal of the structure. You know what I mean? And Which was based off of whatever that was, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think when we kind of strip a lot of that back and we realize this is all just shit that's made up, yeah, if we can get something really pure, uh, just out of life, you know? Mm-hmm. 
think I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Because with moving forward, like like I said, with that period of time, I was just like thinking, like, man, where where am I going from here? You know what I mean? Not necessarily where am I going from here, as in like what am I gonna do? Because I have things that I want, right? But like as a person, mm-hmm. like who I want to be, and how to like forge that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like in terms of like uh, a, a with blacksmith or something. You know, like forging a great sword, right? Mm-hmm. How am I? What am I gonna do from from here to forge? that you know and like how do i strip myself down to like the basis of that to mm-hmm. then bloom into something more? yeah i mean i've been thinking about a lot lately has just been like how complicated we make life to a degree like how simple life really is and how simple things could be but how far we've complicated things into places that we've created and it's not even it's not existence it's only our existence because it's our reality that we think is like that we're perceiving you know what i mean it's like the idea of fucking letters and language and all these things it's like it's just a mode of communication we're just trying to convey what's going on in here to what's going on in there i don't know how to do that unless i create a fucking 26 letter alphabet or a fucking whatever however many letters are in Mandarin. <laughs> it's like you d- all these different languages that are built off of the same idea that's just, I just want you to know what I'm thinking. Or I want to be able to make you think what I'm thinking. You're talking about like the control factor in certain situations. It's like there are so many simple ideas and tactics and modes of things that we have on this earth that have been complicated to the degree of which we don't even know how to communicate with each other anymore. We don't even know how to work together or collaborate or create together because it is that idea of just like, so we've individualized ourselves so much and complicated things so much that it is al- it's not impossible, but it's almost impossible. You have to hit lightning in a bottle for you to be able to do anything. And that's insane. I'd also say on a whole other end where it's just like we're trying to please or like try to tiptoe around what the thing actually is. Right. That we skew the idea of everything. Yeah. And things become worse than and and in turn you take away the power from those things. It's like you you kind of change the impact of what something can do to a person or a society by trying to fit it into a box that never existed in the first place. Exactly. Uh one of the points being was that so there was a like uh, this was from the book, right? So there was, I think it's Grandmaster, right? Uh, or chess, something like that. Like the. Are you talking about the like in chess, the Grandmaster? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like one of the best players, put it against the AI, right? AI did its best to learn, and like the point being was like, did the AI was the AI smarter? Because they played a move, that like no one else would think to play, ever, right? And the Grandmaster got like he stood up and like walked Magnus out of the room. Magnus Carlson. What? Magnus Carlson, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, basically, it was just like, what the fuck, right? Like, who, why did, like, thrown off. Because it's like, who would, like, who would do that move? Like, why would it do that move? What would be the necessary? No one has ever played that move. It, it almost seemed like a dumb move. Mm. But it threw him off because it wasn't a dumb move, you know, because it's AI at that point, right? Yeah. Or maybe it's a move that could potentially have led to something, but just didn't know how to counter it, right? Because mm-hmm. it hasn't been done. So was it the fact that it was just that much smarter, or is it that it didn't have the preconceived idea of what the rules were? 
you know? Right. It didn't have the structure in which we view things. It had all it had were ideas and thoughts and had to formulate it. Because mm. it's a computer, you know what I mean? Right. It doesn't have the like at this point it doesn't have the idea of like construct and social construct and rules and shit, you know? It just ha well, to a degree it has the idea of like rules of how to play. Mm-hmm. And like how to get from point A to point B. But it doesn't have like a structure to them. Right. So by then is it be able to create something completely different because it doesn't have those prior But yes, but wouldn't the also the the public Picasso, right? Wouldn't the adverse argument be that we created all the other moves? That we didn't, that we had a preconceived notion, so we created those moves, and that that it didn't have those things. And I'm with you, but like on the flip side, like on the flip side of that exact same coin, it also goes to show like what our level of perception has been able to apply towards that game or in other scenarios. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like without our preconceived notions. You're able to exist outside of those things, but that is to n- also say that we have created so many things based on our preconceived notions, Exi- which is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. A point. There's always something that came before. Right. And that was based off of whatever that was in that. Yeah. How yeah. we view things around that. Jesus Christ, am I right? Oh, like, just <laughs> like as a moment in time? As a person in history. <laughs> what we, and that we base, uh, what we base around all that. Other religions that yep. came before it, and those were based on other religions that came before it. All had their own fucking Noah's Ark and fucking a different tale, yeah. a different moment, but different notion around the same like storyline. But we thing. all think we're right. Different characters, right. same story type of thing. I mean, it's not that we all think we're right. I think what it is is nobody is willing to admit that they might be wrong and that their parents might have been wrong and that the people that first started civilization might have been wrong, that everybody might have been wrong, that all of this might be fucking built on a lie or at least a misunderstanding at the very least. I mean, that's <laughs> so that's how, po- how possible is that, you know? I mean, incredibly. To a degree, if you can b- get everyone to believe in some guy in the sky, then you might be able to get people to do things that are that they n- never were capable of doing before. That doesn't mean the guy in the sky is real or that anybody's actually believing in anything that is p- going towards something. It just means that you w- were able to kind of utilize a construct to get people to do something, which people do all the time. I think in a way that <laughs> it's kind of a beautiful thing because it's just like life has so much potential. Look it, at d- like that. it does, right? And it's just like, but that's the thing is, is that like even it's how life driven by hope, and life without hope might not be, be dark. driven. Be dark, yeah. It will. It definitely would be dark, but it might not be driven. So that's the thing is, is like that. Uh, kind of. I mean, I'm not trying but to tell people. But there's that different reasons that drive different people for different things. You know. Correct. Hope and for I'm a better. Yeah, your hope for a better life. Hope for something different. Hope for. Travel in space. Or the problem like. with the religion one is that it has a little bit more power than any of those other ones because y- you get to have the conversation or at least the question if you're somebody that it thinks about these things with yourself of like, well, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say like I believe or anything, but uh, I don't want to fucking go to hell. <laughs> you know so what like, I mean? It's like, like, is my only two options? I'm not like, I'm not trying to sit in, sit in that room every Sunday, but like, I I would if I knew what the adverse <laughs> actions would be type shit. So I don't know. I think what I'm saying is that, like that 
that question, that question of like, well, fuck, if I fuck up, am I going to have to see somebody at the end of all this and have to answer for all this shit? You know what I mean? It's like that question shouldn't exist. Yeah. Where I'm but it does. And where I'm at <laughs> is doesn't it all kind of defeat the purpose of what the religion dry, like what drives religion, where it's like if you're a good person, you go to heaven. But it's like you knowing that you're doing it because of the religion, doesn't that kind of counteract some of the things that you do because you're not at doing it because you totally want to do that so it's like okay, i was gonna place this disclaimer earlier i'll place it now because i'm gonna keep going i'm not trying to break down anybody's beliefs or to make fun of anybody's beliefs or do anything towards anybody's belief you can just call me stupid and that I don't, i'm uneducated on the shit i'm very comfortable with that but there are very clear states states in fucking catholicism that you don't have to be a good person to get into heaven you just have to be forgive like you just have to ask for forgiveness you can be a murderer and on your deathbed ask for a priest to come down and you can absolve yourself of your sins on your deathbed as a piece of shit and still get into heaven, according to the commandments. Well, not the commandments. I forgot which ones those are. It's like the, the steps to get into heaven type shit. There's like the baptism, your confessions, and fucking I, I don't. confirmation. Practice. I know what I'm saying is somebody that's listening to this will... Uh, attach themselves to what i'm saying they're not commandments it's like these like i forgot what they're called it's like these like different steps marriage is one of them i know this, um, there's the psalms there's anointed the as of the sick is the one i'm talking about and you, it's not just like when you sick like you die in a coma like or mentally whatever. or whatever it, the case maybe you're fucking you could be just sick in the head you like cutting people up and shit like you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean like it's there's so ma- it's so malleable to the idea that like you don't have to be a good person to get into heaven you just have to be able to at the end of everything say all right well i do i am kind of afraid of god <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie i don't want him to send me to hell so like Get Father John down here. <laughs> what I was going to say is that the the beautiful part of it, not that necessarily, <laughs> was is like that uh, if you don't believe to that structure of stuff and kind of release yourself from – which don't get me wrong. If you believe in that, by all means, having something to believe in, I think, is, is very There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. But just the idea that, like, there is no – like prior structure, right? We right. created most of it. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing because it's just like a lot of that can skew your perception of things. And like life is art, you know. And if you look at it in that sense, and I think the idea of art kind of has gotten skewed in an idea because people are like, "This is what art is," but it's like art is just an expression of life. Right? How we choose to express it. There's different mediums. There's different forms. Right? There's painting. At this point, there's podcasting. People that give speeches. There's fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can shit writing poems, writing yeah, like yeah poems. i mean there's there there isn't really like art. A, there isn't really like a limit to the mediums of art i mean art can simply just be the fucking handmade fucking birthday card you made for your grandmother you know what i mean like exactly so it's just there's like and i think that idea has even gotten skewed and it, it's so crazy now cuz it's people like are making can make livings off of being able to do that, right? Yeah. But then, like I, like I've always said, it, it's like there's a point where it kind of loses some of that, right? When the main focus becomes making money, because mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, I mean, we put a lot into this. It's like at a point, art becomes a business. Yeah. You have to brand yourself. You have to make yourself like you got to have a certain image. You got to fucking do things a certain way. Market yourself, right? I mean, see, it, like in a natural state, you shouldn't have to. You, like that's all just the idea that you have to make a business. You know, it's bringing like 
commerce into art, which paints art in itself is what you're saying. But like to a degree, it's not necessary. It's only made necessary by the world that we live in, by the cap, like the. Uh, it's hard to just say capitalism all the time, but by the capitalistic world that we exist in, as well as the fucking physical world that we exist in, people don't know how to separate themselves from their money. Whenever your money is directly tied to how hard you work in a week and how much you eat and how much you sleep and how much you get to experience out dinners out with your loved ones and vacations, all of these things are tied to money. So how do you do you tie? How can you do art without tying it to money? Right. It's almost like a given. You have to, but you don't have to. It's the same way that money shouldn't be attached to how much you're eating. <laughs> it, it shouldn't be. It's not like the 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 natural way of life is. It's that fucking there's food on the fucking planet that we can cultivate as in that that's work like work work and food. I get that being correlated because you got to work to get the food and then you get to eat the food to make up for the work and that also energizes you to get back to work and make more food. There should be a certain correlation get for that. sure, yeah. I don't think that there should be a correlation with money because money theoretically should be this thing that we use as a com- like a level of commerce. But why is commerce being brought into art whenever art is just an expression of life? That's It's just like the thing, it's like, for instance, like, uh, I did Homie Fest, right? Mm-hmm. Great night, I loved it. You know, putting together, having to see the fruit of your labor come together, seeing all your homies on having a great night you know people loving it and then after people be like but did you make money off of it it's like fuck you right i just had a great night i don't give a fuck shut up right and, and why are you why why does that matter it's also like the it's also the weird thing that's like it's kind of you're almost seen as somebody if you're not materialistic then you're seen as somebody that wastes their money because you have nothing to show you have nothing to show for it you know what I mean? It's like, well, the experience that I had while I was there doing the thing that I enjoyed doing, even if I didn't make any money, you're saying I have nothing to show for it? Yeah, no, I can't fucking show it to you. But th- now you're trying to diminish the actual experience that I had by saying, what, I didn't get what you wanted me to get out of it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that makes no sense to me. It's like the the idea that you have to exist in other people's, like, expectations is so crazy it's like whenever you you're excited about something clear it's it's so weird whenever you're clearly excited about something and people still like try to fucking find the dig try to find the issue find the problem it's like you just like i can't believe i just got into harvard it's like well how are you gonna pay for that it's like i wasn't thinking about that i was really excited about getting in right now and i was going to worry about that at some other point you know maybe apply for some scholarships and some grants or maybe i'll have to take out some loans i was really just excited about being able to get this education is that okay did you need to find a way to tear me down here that happens across all different types of life where you you're excited about something and the first thing somebody thinks about is how they would think about it it's not, oh, my God, I'm so excited for you. Oh, my God, like, wow, this is an incredible opportunity. Like, what are you, how are you feeling right now? Like, what would you, like, it's none of that. It's always on some, like, well, what, is you, what are you going to do about this? Or how are you going to, uh, how are you thinking about this? Like, I'm not, motherfucker. I'm just excited right now. What are we, can we, can we fucking connect here? <laughs> 100%. Shit. We can wrap it up right now. I got to get you to restroom. Yeah, I got to yeah, I got to go. About an hour and a half. Yeah, we're about an hour and a half. Fuck yeah, solid. It, it was honestly uh, I feel like we went through a lot. It was a good episode. It was good to be, 
you know, just doing the two of us talking about some real life shit. Just the two of us. Sorry if we sounded like we were just rambling. And you're like, oh, those <laughs> motherfuckers are high. Not by the way, but actually, I'm not either. So there we go. Exactly. Real life shit, some shit to think about. Enjoy your life, have fun, just to have fun. Do things you fucking care about. And break the it. system, break the mold. This all, sh- all this shit is just made up, so you can make up some of your own shit too. Yeah. Fucking live life, love life, do your fucking thing. Until next week, you motherfuckers. All right, peace out.